everyone, and welcome to The Forest Podcast. I am your host, Nandini. Here at The Forest Podcast, we talk all things mindfulness, self-care, motivation, self-confidence, and really my goal with this podcast is that as we're becoming the next generation of leaders and change makers, it's so important that we start to prioritize what's really important in life and start to take care of ourselves. And that's what we do here. So my goal really is that you can take something away from this episode and from all of our episodes and that you really start to live your best life. Let's get into today's episode. Hi, everyone. I have literally been recording a podcast like almost every day this week. I found it so fulfilling lately, like... You know, the past couple days, I've been, oops, sorry for the background noise. I've been kind of struggling for, for lack of better words, a way to kind of express my emotion in a way. Um, and then I kind of reminded myself, I'm like, hey, you know, you have a podcast where the point is to share what you're feeling. So yeah, I mean, I remember that I had a podcast. So yeah, been coming here the past few days to, I guess, yeah, just kind of let it all out. Um, I've been feeling a lot today, especially. I'm actually recording this on the 29th of December. It's 8.15 p.m. And we have two days left of 2022. And in all honesty, like... I really am not looking forward to this new year. I think sometimes this whole idea of setting new intentions for the year and just letting go of all the negativity from the past year can be really daunting. And for me, it definitely is. I feel like in the past few months for me, so much has happened. My life has changed so much that... I really can't let go of some of this stuff just yet. And I'm still holding on to some of this genuine fear and some of this pain. And it's hard to just say that because it's a new year, I can let go of all of it. And I think we need to, we really, I guess, just as a community need to recognize that because while at the same time, it's great for some of us, it's working when the new year is really this time for a fresh start. But sometimes there are gonna be those years when you just aren't ready for an entirely new fresh start. I think for some of us, it really is just, it's more of a transition. Um, I think 2022 was hard for so many people. 2022 was certainly a year of change for me And in all honesty, I haven't really thought of my goals or my plans for 2023 yet because a new year is actually really overwhelming. Like I'm just getting like emotionally overwhelmed just thinking about it. January for me is always kind of a scary month. I think the way I started 2022 in itself was just not 
not how I would want to start my January now. And I think just the reminders of kind of the negative feelings that I have associated with the beginning of the year, you know, January, February, March, the earlier months is, has been kind of this negative association I've had with it. But I also think that like, honestly, it's just the beginning of the year can be really daunting and that's okay. You know, um, I think especially like if you're in school, fall and winter being like the beginning of the school year can also, you know, it just brings on this whole other onslaught of like change and un- and uncomfortable feeling. So it's really hard to just, you know, at the snap of a finger, the change of a clock, be like, okay, yep, it's 2023 time to like go, oh, this is negativity, goodbye. Um, I'm starting over. I mean, it certainly is a motivator for it, but honestly, it's not just going to make everything go away as much as we wish it would. So yeah, I think really doing that requires this level of motivation, willing to put in the work to heal. And it doesn't have to be you're doing it on New Year's and that's the reason you're doing it, right? Healing comes with time and you can't really force it just by saying, it's New Year, I have to heal now. Um, Giving yourself that space and that time to see and to accept what you're feeling, to forgive and release the, the pain, it's really important. It's a lot more important than I think we often see it to be, but it generally is really important. And I think personally, it's like, I have these ongoing goals for myself that are constantly changing. And this year, I'm not doing a New Year's resolution. Um, I've done an episode on New Year's resolutions before. If you want to go back to that one, that was last year's. If you're thinking about setting some goals for the incoming year, um, it's a pretty good episode, I think. <laughs> I haven't listened to it. Um, but yeah, if you're thinking of doing that, that would probably be a better reference episode than this one. But I think, honestly, for me, what's working right now is having these constant ongoing goals that I have for myself, right? That's working for me in my season of life right now. And that's why this year I'm not setting a New Year's resolution. Really, the past few months have been pretty crazy for me. And so what I'm trying to do now is really just heal and rest and just chill. Um, There's been a lot of stuff just going around in my head lately. I've been just thinking a lot, mostly because I'm bored. And when I'm bored, I think. And yeah, I mean, I'm just an intellectual like that. Um, But I've been thinking a lot lately about this idea of romanticism. Um, I've seen a lot of that on social media lately, right? I feel like when when New Year comes around, it's something that pops up every now and then. And so that's what I want to talk about today is this idea of, okay, romanticism, like what, what, what does that mean? Like, what is this? What, what is it? Right. Um, I've talked about, I think I've done a school episode, self-care and school episode on this, but romanticizing your life. I really want to talk about, you know, what this looks like for each of us and how that kind of ties into like this idea of regaining control over your life just in general. It's something that 
has been voice crack. It's been something that's been huge for me lately too. Um, and I think I I don't even know. This could this is probably just like one of those teenager phases, but like definitely this idea of like trying to be a little bit more independent. I guess I guess ties into it. But yeah, I want to talk about romanticism, regaining control over your life, that kind of stuff today. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so I've done like a couple episodes ago, I did this one episode, it's called One Big Reset. And in all honesty, I've been, okay, I've said that like three times in this episode, but being, I'm like, I'm being so frail right now, like, when you have this one big reset, you aren't really just releasing all of the negativity in your life, right? Rather, you are making a commitment to yourself to be like, hey, I'm gonna turn things around, like, I'm moving on, is basically what that one big reset is saying. And you're committing to getting rid of that negativity, bringing in this new positive light. That is what that one big reset is, right? In that moment, you're not letting go of everything. Not everything happens in that moment, but rather you are in that moment committing to these things. And these things happen over time, right? Like letting go of a lot of this negativity, a lot of this fear, it takes time. In that episode, I talked about how I'm healing from some of the experiences that I went through in school the past few months. And it took me a while to heal from that. Really, it did. Um, to let go a lot of a lot of the fear that I had. Um, and honestly, it I, I feel like now I'm, I'm starting to come back to this place of normalcy from that. And, and honestly, it, it still hurts, but I'm learning to move on from it in an emotionally mature way, which is really helping me. Um, so again, like these things just take time. And when you have this moment of reset, you're, like I said before, you're committing to healing, healing from the trauma and the pain. But in that moment, everything is not just going to go away. I think that's something that I also had to learn as well was like, hey, just because you have committed to that doesn't mean that it's all going to go away with the snap of your fingers. So it takes time. Like it's taken me two months just to come to this place of like feeling remotely okay in myself again and feeling secure. And then I feel like as soon as that happened, now there's this whole other emotional onslaught coming on that I'm, that I'm really feeling coming on. So again, it's just, it takes time and that's huge. But anyways, this idea of romanticism, how does that tie into this? Okay, so I think one thing that appeals to us a lot, right? When we have this restart, this reset moment, when we are committing to healing, when we are committing to regaining control of our life, we have this picture of what we want our life to look like. 
And I think a lot of that, again, comes from this idea of romanticism. Now, certainly for for girls, I have definitely seen this, like, where it's like this idea of like, living in Europe and like going on picnics. And like, I love it. I love it for sure. I don't know what, I guess the kind of ideal, that's an air quotes, is for like guys. I don't really know. Um, But like, I guess, I guess it's different for everyone. I don't really know. But like, that's kind of what I've seen in the media so far has been like this idea of like, this very feminine, type of romanticism I haven't really seen like this more masculine picture type of picture perfect life in quote in air quotes but like I feel like everyone has this I guess kind of vision that the media has of like what a romanticized life looked like and I think we I I honestly think that like it's good to have this kind of vision, I guess, because it gives you something to work towards. But at the same time, it's like, again, it's all personal and it's like all, it's all like individual. But anyways, I could go on a rant about individuality for like hours, but the reason I think romanticism appeals to us and like this idea of this picture perfect life that we see in the media appeals to us in those moments. It's because Obviously, we're committing to, like, healing and letting go of, necti- of negativity. So we have this picture of, like, okay, since I'm letting go of all of that, what am I bringing into my life? And so this is when romanticism appeals because it's, like, this aesthetic self-care vibes, like, you know, like, aesthetic life, lifestyle, right? And... Honestly, like that honestly it's been something that I've been looking at a lot too, right? Like this idea of like, okay, how to romanticize your life. And I love that. I love the ro- like the romantic appeal to it. But at the same time, I all I would also like to point out how individual it is. Like we are not all gonna look like the aesthetic girl on Pinterest. Like be so for real. There are different things that appeal to each of us. And even if it's not what the media portrays as a romantic lifestyle, then that's fine. But what I think the, the the real theme of romanticizing your life is, is really paying attention to the small moments in your life that bring you joy. That is the message of romanticism. That's what I think, right? It's more than just these pictures you see on Pinterest. It's more than just people's quirky Instagram like post it's more than just the snap stories and the posting it for everyone to see and think you have this aesthetic lifestyle because before the romanticism comes the mindset has to be there and so again this ties into your reset because yes you can commit to the reset you can commit to moving on with your life and you can have this vision and the vision is there but when it comes down to it, right? You can search up how to romanticize your life on YouTube as many times as you want to, but when it comes down to it, it's about the mindset because you're not gonna get this romanticized lifestyle if you don't have the mindset and the mindset isn't there. To me, what romanticizing your life really is, is incorporating the things that you love to do, 
making you the main character of your life. Like you are the priority of your life and keeping that mindset through thick and thin. Allowing the people who bring you joy to stay in your life. And then the fourth thing is paying attention to the small moments. Because those small moments are the moments when you can bring full presence. And those are the moments that you will remember. And those are the moments that you will enjoy so much. The big moments are great when they come, but enjoy the teeny tiny moments, the small little pockets of joy in your life, because those make up the majority of your life. And I think when you have that big reset, when you have the moment when you're like, yes, I'm committing to healing, I'm committing to myself, I'm committing to my self-care journey, in that moment, you can picture yourself there and hold that picture in your head and set that as your goal. Because at some point, you are going to reach that level of growth and you're going to say like, heck yeah, when you get there, you're going to see yourself there and you're going to be like, OMG, like, yes. I have grown so much, but that's not the quote unquote end goal. There is no end goal. This journey is continuous. It is about the journey. And in the moments when you can recognize your growth, those moments are beautiful. But after that, you keep moving on. You keep growing. And honestly, like, I think romanticism is really just, really just like, I guess, the term that people use now for taking back your life, like living your life to its fullest. For you, it doesn't have to be having aesthetic picnics in Europe. For you, it can be, you know, a late night card with your besties. It can be, you know, literally just sitting at home and watching a movie and eating popcorn and chilling. It can be sitting in your room, podcasting, or reading a book, or coloring. It could be sitting and having a good conversation with friends. It could literally be anything. But romanticism is really at the core of it. It's what do you want the best moment in your life to be like? Who is there? What, is, what are you thinking in this moment? right? What is, what's the scenery around you? Where are you? What are you doing? What are you saying? Right? It really is a way for us to envision the highest version of ourselves, right? Where are we? Who are we when we feel the most, the most us, right? I think for me, it's this, it's sitting in my room with my nice aesthetic lights on, and a candle burning, podcasting, speaking my truth. Like, this is it for me. This is what I love. And I'm doing what I love. So for you, the romanticism, the romantic life that you envision doesn't have to be what's portrayed in the media. It's what brings you joy. And that is how you really regain control over your life. It's in the moment when you are at rock bottom and you commit to the reset you commit to bringing yourself back up you commit to the goal you commit to yourself no everything is not going to go away in that second but over time as you start to heal as you start to grow as you start to better yourself you can have this picture 
of this romanticized life that will drive you. And yeah, at some point you're going to realize that you've already been way past that point of romanticism because you have grown and you have done all the things that you said you're going to do. You kept yourself accountable. You were disciplined, but you also had self-compassion and you took care of yourself. And you're at this point where you feel at your highest. And in that moment, you're there. You're there. And I think for so many of us, it's, it's so hard to imagine us being at that point. But the reality is we have like snippets of, of what that is in our lives already. The moments when we feel at our highest, when we feel so happy, and when we feel like truly ourselves, those are the snippets of the life that you can create. You can feel like that all the time if you are willing to put in the work to get to that level of growth, to get to that place for yourself. It's all about the work at the end of the day. Are you willing to put in the work to make that your lifestyle? That's all it is when it comes down to it. And then actually putting in that work, that's where you're, that that's what's going to get you anywhere, right? I talk a lot about motivation on the podcast and I think I've recently done an episode on it, but it's huge as well. Like making sure you're motivated. And sometimes it's just be honest. Like sometimes you're just in a funk and that's totally fine. Like for the past two months, I've been in a funk. So, I mean, I know how it feels, but growing out of that is the most beautiful feeling ever. When you can just take a moment and be like, hey, I don't feel as awful as I normally do. And hey, this is great. So it's it's about being gentle with yourself while also being disciplined and while also having compassion, while also holding yourself accountable. It's this mix of this beautiful combination of things that can lead you to better yourself. And at that point, like at that point, you're just you feel like you. And that's the most beautiful thing. And like I said before, we have snippets of of what this could be, of what your lifestyle could be. In the moment when you feel the most you, in the moment where you feel the most joy, those are just snippets of what your entire lifestyle could be. And that is how you regain control over your life. It's, it's, the compassion and the discipline and it's all the things that help you grow and become this beautiful person and you can feel like yourself all the time you can feel joy in every single day like it's so possible all we have to do is be willing to put in the work and put in the work it's the growth that gets us there because at the end of the day it's the mindset Guys, I cannot stress this enough. It's the mindset. How much do I talk about the mindset on this podcast? Too much. But it's all in the mindset. It's all about what you're thinking and how that shows up in what you do and in what you say and in what you consume. 
all of it. It's all connected, guys. So that, my friends, is how you romanticize your life and regain control over your life. In the reset moment, you're committing to healing. You're committing to yourself. You're committing to your goals. And as time allows you to heal, you have this vision of what you want your life to be like. So work for it. Work for it. Okay, guys, so since I'm recording this basically in the middle of the week, um, I don't, I really don't feel like there's any point doing an intention for the week, but instead we'll end with just some ending thoughts. You know, I'm on break now, right? I'm going back to school in a couple days, but Something that I found myself doing a lot has been really spending a lot of time alone. And it's been beautiful. I love it. But something that I've been needing to constantly remind myself of is, hey, even though you're showing up for yourself when you're alone, I've been needing to remind myself that you need to show up as yourself with others too with my close family, with my friends, with my extended family, with total strangers. So I've been starting to work on that a little bit more, really showing up as myself and really starting to be a little bit more mindful of what I'm saying and what I'm doing when I'm interacting with others. It's, God, it's so hard, but I'm getting there. And right now my priority in life is really just me and my healing and my growth that's really where I'm at right now and I think just taking a moment to reflect getting ready for the new year it's important and I want to remind you that wherever you are in life right now whether you're in a tough spot or whether you are doing just fine and you can feel yourself growing and you're in a place of you know, of love and and really just expansion, wherever you are in your life right now, just remember that you are are still just as lovable and as worthy in whatever situation you're in right now. And showing up as yourself is the most important thing that you can do. It's the thing that will bring you the most joy. And that confidence and that worthiness that you have just in yourself is all that you need. And once you can show up with that in in your interactions with others, in your thoughts and your presence with yourself, it's all connected. Like literally everything, it's all connected. Your growth, your mindset, your actions, your words, your thoughts, it's all connected. So remember that. Because romanticizing your life is not just 
in one little area of your life. When you are romanticizing your life, when you are regaining control of your life, it's the whole thing. It's not just one little part, but it's the whole thing. And that can seem daunting, but take a baby step at a time. Work there. It's all in the mindset and you can do this. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you guys in the next episode or you'll hear me in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. It means so much to me that you're here. Please share this episode, share this podcast with someone who you think it will have a positive impact on. And you can contact me through email or social media. But please remember, tune in to next week's episode. And again, thank you so much for being here. Bye, everyone.